Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hawk Fanatic, this segment brought to you, hawkfanatic.com, brought to you by Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Patrick Eads, and his crew. Uh, they're at, uh, well, they're on Mormon track. You've seen it. Big, big place. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. GT Car and his crew at Supel's Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar. Don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer. 338-6600. Hertin and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Ox Yoke Inn in the Amanas, and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. From hawkfanatic.com, joining Tom Souter, it's Pat Hardy. Morning, Pat. Good morning. Uh, no, it's been a tough, uh, tough uh, few days for you. It has been, but I'm getting through. Yeah. Family, friends, Twitter. Twitter's uh, it can be nice. Actually, helping for a change. <laughs> Twitter can be nice. I love on Twitter. You just have to dig sometimes to find it. But it could turn in a drop of a. Well, it takes the death of your mother, but there's. Yeah. But I mean, no. I mean, I. It's been rough, but she was 91 and had a great life, and I. We and were that so. Helps. I was able. I was so glad I went down on Wednesday because. Had I waited till Thursday, which I was thinking of doing, I would have missed her because she died at three in the morning on. Thursday morning, mm -hmm. which is weird. She died on my sister's birthday, and she had her first child on their first-year wedding anniversary, and she died almost exactly three years after my father died, and they both died at 91. Isn't that well, weird? Uh-huh. It's just all kind of... She died on the same day my mom died. February 18th, same day my sister was born in 1955. Well, yeah, my mom, I mean, she was gone on the 18th. She officially died on the 19th my mom died on our 25th wedding anniversary <laughs> jesus <laughs> was it unexpected no okay uh, so it was she was 92 I okay mean. so yeah i mean this is we i mean this last year's been rough on mom i mean yeah. when her mind i mean she was the sharpest person and just she hasn't been that for a while but was able to see her sat with her for about three hours she never woke up she seemed to be resting comfortably. The people there were great. Yeah. Hospice was great. Hospice is great. That's God's work right and there. And the lady who was doing it from hospice was originally from Clear Creek, Amana, which, wow. you, know, you know, just a small world. And I told her where I lived, and she knew right the neighborhood and um, um, told her where I worked for you guys, and she said she wouldn't hold that against me, which I thought was nice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, no, it was they, – they lived there for seven years. They were in that care facility for seven years. My dad was there for – 
four of them with my mom, so she was. But and it was great. I mean, they were very good. Yeah. Now, I will say, for what they charge, they should be pretty good. Oh yeah, they're. But they, you get your money. You get your money. You get your money's worth. You know, and so yeah, I just and mom, I I've had plenty of time to think about it. I was thinking not of coming in today, but she would have said, just come in. What are you gonna do? Sit on the couch and sulk? I mean, just go in and. You know, so I'll go in. I might even write something today. Luca Garza's 14 points of breaking Roy Marble's record. And, I mean, I think sometimes it's so easy just to take him for granted because he's been doing this for two years now. But yeah. it really is spectacular what he's doing. And then he should break it Sunday. Well, I mean, he'll I would be think. breaking midway through the first half. He, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's had halves where. So, oh, yeah, he'll break. I mean, if he doesn't break it Sunday, they're either in trouble or Wieskamp and Frederick and somebody else are combining for 60. Yeah. So. That was a, a real, real solid victory last night. Oh, I thought so. I yeah, I it was one of their best performances. Yep, it sure was of the year, and they just Wisconsin never really looked like they had much of a chance to win that game. They just couldn't buy a basket. And I'll tell you, I don't know if it's dirty or not, but that Davison has more cases where he's going up to shoot a layup, and his left elbow seems to ram in the face of an opposing player. I don't like picking on a college kid, but it seems to happen. And then, of course, we've seen what he's done before. Yes. I mean, hasn't he poked people? Didn't he do something to Connor? Yeah, he grabbed his stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's done some of that stuff. And and so you, I would hate to think that he does that on purpose, but, I mean, CJ took a shot. I mean, he was okay. But, but yeah, no, now I'm sure they probably want Greg Gard gone, even though he was a Big Ten coach of the year <laughs> last year. Yeah, they probably do. That sounds uh, about like Wisconsin. Although yep. Virginia hasn't l- been lighting it up this year, they got beat pretty decidedly. I know yeah. a lot of Wisconsin fans want Tony Bennett, but but no, it was a very impressive win by Iowa. And now, thankfully, the Fran fade talk has faded until they went lose back to back games. I mean, yeah, and then then it'll be back. But that was the one they needed to get because I think it's yep. going to be hard to win at Ohio State, and it's going to be hard to win at Michigan. There's talk that maybe the Michigan game may be moved. moved. Yeah, um, I think Caker tweeted something, but it's premium content, so I couldn't see it. I don't know. Yeah, that, yes, it was the, looking at maybe the 25th. Well, I'd heard that, but yeah. it, okay, so is it confirmed, or is that what? No, it's not. Okay, nothing. No. Okay, yeah, no, I'd heard, heard that, but yeah, no. Channel 7 said the same thing, but it isn't confirmed. Nothing's confirmed. Yeah. From when to when? What's the. Well, it's right now it's scheduled for Thursday, March 4th. And they're looking at moving it to the 25th. Of February, of course. Yes. And it'll... Because as of right now, we have a game scheduled on the 21st and then not until the 28th. See, so I think you a... could do it. I mean, I think you could do that. But I did see something where, I can't remember, it was the Big Ten Network. Maybe Andy Katz was saying mm-hmm. that Nebraska, to play all its games, is, at one stage is going to have to play eight games in 18 days. Think yeah, they're that. not going to I mean, play them all, I don't think, do you? No, but I wonder if Michigan... I wonder if Michigan's going to have a week where it maybe has to play three or four games. I would think so. That's going to be interesting because that's where you could find yourself going two and two. They go two and two. As good they're as they are, deep. they're only two games ahead of Illinois. Yeah. And how many has Ohio State have? Three or four? They have four losses. Okay, they're only two games behind Illinois or ahead of Illinois right now. And Illinois is showing no signs of letting up. So if Michigan stubs its toe, Illinois is right there. Mm-hmm. And I think Garza kind of real. I mean, there's been talk, you know, the Sumu. Big Ten player and national player of the year. Uh, but I think Gar- Garza uh, said Garza not sure so, made a that was a not-so-fast one. Just let it play out. I mean, DeSumo's having an incredible year. Yes, he is. He's having a great year. And, he's and playing, his team's doing better than our team. Yeah, is. and he's playing himself into a top-ten NBA pick. I don't mm. know who's all coming out, but 
there can't be too many better than him. And he's experienced now. He's played enough in college. I, he just looks like an NBA player waiting to happen. He does. I'm surprised, actually, he didn't go out. I am, too, which makes me wonder what the what they were telling him because there's a reason telling him something there's a reason he came back there's a reason luca came back there's a reason kofi colburn came back um they don't just i mean i know it's neat that they come back to be with the school the camaraderie and all that get the degree that is part of it yes but if those three guys thought that they were going to be picked in the first round of the draft last year none of them would be back yeah luca's pretty much said that which is at least he's transparent well and fair enough yeah no i say more power to you if you can get drafted in the first round i think I, I mean, I think a high school kid, oh. I don't even agree with the one-year rule. If you're good enough for an NBA team to invest a bunch of money in you coming out of high school, go for it. You should be allowed. Go Absolutely. For it. No, you, you, hey, you can go fight in Afghanistan, but you can't go play for the Portland Trailblazers at 18. <laughs> and you can't have a beer either. Or, or a beer. Well, you can't have a – you could go fight in Afghanistan for three years before you get a beer. Yeah, yeah that's so ridiculous. You know, that's always been ridiculous to me. Especially beer. I mean, what? although – what, not, is, what's, what changes between the 18 and 21? Your brain, I mean, my brain's still at 18 now. You know, so. Well, and to me. Is it a good 18? Uh, no. And to me, don't you think it almost encourages you between 18 and 21 to want to, I'm going to fight this. I'm gonna, well, of course I'll, it I'm does. partying. Yeah. You're not telling me I can't party. Yeah, of course it does. Where if it's legal, it's, yeah, great, let's go have a beer. Because it know. makes it more enticing. Enticing, more challenging. And more of a statement, and more yeah. against you fighting authority, more John Miller. Well, I was 18, you could drink. I mean, yeah, yeah it was no, you know, people. And were, I did. Yeah, well, my <laughs> my crowd chose, I didn't. I'll specify that every time. I, my crowd chose drugs. Oh, well, mine did too. <laughs> well, but, it was 19 yeah. when I was a senior. It was 18 when you guys uh-huh. were senior. Yeah, it was 18 yeah. when, I think, it, the, I, they must have seen me coming to high school. I think it changed <laughs> when I was in junior high, because it was 18 when my brother was in high school. And it's been 21 since when? Oh, gosh, it's yeah. been it since 20 years, hasn't it? At oh, least. Oh, at least. More. At least. At least, yeah. yeah. Which, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I do think some of our, like, like I said, you can go lose your life with a, in war at But 18, you can't have a beer. But you can't have a beer. I know. It's <laughs> I just, know. It's, it's just the strangest thing when you think about it. Let's see. Yeah, it's bizarre. When you think about all the 18 and 19 year old kids that have been killed defending this country, you know, and yeah, millions. And I'm not sitting here condoning, hey, party. I, no, I'm not doing. No, that's not what. That's what not the we're point. Saying. There's just an inconsistency. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. Well, back to the Hawks. Um, now they got Penn State. They should win. Penn State. Every time I watch them, they 86, start. 86, by the way, is when it went to 21. It went okay. 78. It was raised to 19. So all through my college, it was it was nineteen. That's no, yeah. okay. Now that I think about it, it was because I don't remember ever getting because I was nineteen. I was old. I mean, I was eighteen. Let's see. By the time I got and to freshman year, I turned nineteen. My freshman year. And Congress passed the National Minimum Drinking Age Act in nineteen eighty four. Switching it to twenty one, yeah. and then they acted it, and they. They started enforcing it in 86? Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. So yeah, 96. That was right when I, I was in college from 82 to 87. So 35 years ago. Wow. I was in college 35 years ago. <laughs> Jesus. Boo-hoo. Yeah, you're a baby. And I'm the, and I'm the baby here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was in college 
50 years ago. Lang brings the age down when he comes in. <laughs> he does. Lang yeah. helps you. And Molly really, Molly really brings it really down. Really drops it. Molly, I mean, she, like I said, the, the Stones might even respect us when Molly shows up. No, too old. Oh, wait, no, what is she, 27 <laughs> She's now? She's 27. Yeah. Oh, God. They've yeah. moved, they're waiting for they her. They don't to, need any spinsters hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting for her to have a... They're, they're waiting for Molly to have a daughter. <laughs> so Molly, yeah, she'll be 28 May, on May Day. Wow. May 1st, baby. And we're in Lent. I can't eat meat today. I'm annoyed. I want meat. I want... Meat is good. I want chicken noodle soup. Well, didn't he had didn't chicken noodle soup last night? Didn't the Pope lift that? If he did, let me know. Can you find out before the show's over? Because I really want chicken noodle soup. I'm serious. I thought he did. I thought, you know. I, I am lumped up some chicks no last night, and it was delicious. I'll have some, I'll do some, um, whatchamacallit, the cheese soup at Panera's Good. Uh, broccoli, cheese, broccoli cheese. Broccoli I'll cheese. do some broccoli cheese. If you can find it, Captain, I'm all over it, then I'll... Can Catholics eat meat on Fridays? During Lent. During Lent. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Or no, Wednesday was Ash Wednesday. Today, As I knew, I was reminded because I did not go, but when I turned on the news, Chris Cuomo had a huge cross on his forehead <laughs> when he was doing the news. So, But, but no, that was... Uh, Fran didn't use... I mean, I think Toussaint played four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Fran is pretty much... The backup point guard position right now is, I mean, Jordan didn't do much, but he also didn't cause any harm. He had, I think, five assists. And didn't turn the ball over. Played okay Six defense. points. Six points. He was, he was okay. He was. I mean, he, I mean, he wasn't an all-Big Ten guard by any means, but he didn't no. hurt them. He didn't turn the ball over. You can't. I know. I figured we can't. You so. can't on other Fridays. You can't. Well, I knew we couldn't. I didn't know if, the, if yeah. you were doing it because Not of the Lent. pandemic. I knew we couldn't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. I thought maybe the pandemic, it, they'd soften their stand. Uh, the Pope conferred with Twitter and decided that anybody that eats uh, meat on Fridays during Lent dies. And then the Pope, they banned him and he moved to parlor, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's on parlor. He's on parlor now. <laughs> Tom, are you on parlor? I am not. Well, I don't think anybody is, are they? No, oh, I, is it I, shut down? Yeah. I think it shut down Yeah, again. they shut it down because it was just <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, they shut it down. I, this was the second time they shut it down. Yeah, no, it says uh, you got to abstain here. Yeah, no, I figured that. So I'll have, uh, I'm not a huge seafood fan, but it's probably going to be overpriced, undersized salmon and some vegetables. I mean, I like salmon. I put enough butter on it, but man. Well, I think I, I would rather fast. You don't like salmon? <laughs> no. Oh, God. Oh, I, I don't like oh, if you get I enough, love salmon. seafood. If you, get enough, seafood. if you get enough seasoning on salmon and put enough butter on it. You like fried it. clams. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would never order them. So you couldn't eat fish at Long John Silver's? No. Oh, God, I love their fish. Better no, than their I'd chicken. No, i get chicken planks. I think their chicken's dry, but, man, I love their fish. But then about an hour later, it's not loving me. Get I, chicken planks with those little crumbly things. Oh, they, I love, oh they charge. Okay, we went to Whatever Long, the price, it's what, worth it. When I got, yeah, but why would you charge for the crumbly things? They just came off the fish. They charge you for the crumbly things? Yes, now they charge you for it. Because we got home and I'm going, where in the hell's the crumbly things? And oh, you have to ask for them. You have to ask for them and pay for them. How much are they? A quarter? Uh, no, two dollars. Wow. What? Two something? Yeah. That's insanity. Two dollars? Yes. For the crumbs? Yes. What do they for give the you? A, a pound? Huh? Well, yeah, you don't need a ton. You just no. need a, a, you just need a nibble on. Yeah. Two dollars. Wow. Honest to gosh. I haven't been to Long John Silver's in so long. I, so they, they yeah. ha you understand that it comes off the fish, so they got to be picking them off the fish. That's I weird. mean, what the hell? 
And the chicken place. <laughs> yeah. There's not a Long John Silver's in town, is no, there? No, uh, Williams Rapids. Boulevard. Yeah. In a, in Cedar, can you yeah, believe we, we just we just went when I got my we don't have, Can you believe we don't have a Long John Silver's? I know. Do you know how Should much it? they want? Oh, I know. They want a million franchise. just to negotiate. I remember yeah. reading a story about it. Yeah. Because I know somebody who actually thought about doing it, somebody I went to college with in Chicago, and he said it was just insanity. He goes, you had to invest so much money before you even got started. And isn't McDonald's about the same? McDonald's, oh, it's, it's like double that. Is it really? McDonald's goes through, your, I mean, you've got to, yeah, because I knew the owner in, in Muscatine, and I mean, yeah, who had racehorses and uh-huh. Jet planes, and I mean, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, it's very expensive right now to get a McDonald's. I still find it strange that a town this size with a college doesn't have a Long John Silver. What are some other things that? Well, there, when I first moved up here, I was stunned at what Iowa City didn't have. I was. I don't think there was a Chili's or an Applebee's when I moved up here. Uh, no, well, there wouldn't have been. Let's see. What, no, there wasn't one. When but I don't moved we up have there. now? Um, don't have uh, Portillos. Don't have, uh, like, a P.F. Chang's. Don't have P.F. Chang's. Don't have, I'm thinking, what's in Des Moines? Um, the place we don't where, have Fridays anymore. One of those Italian places right. that, my, that near my parents. Big national Italian. Macaroni, don't have that. Yeah, macaroni have, Grill, no. Don't no. have that. Um, what else? Um, there's another one. Um, kind of a famous. Don't have a Cheesecake Factory. That's nearby where my parents live. There's another famous Italian big chain. Kind of little, kind of fancy, too. Viaggi? That's one, yeah. That's right by my first. Yeah, we don't yeah. have any of that that's stuff. That's in Cedar Rapids. Uh-huh. I know. We and isn't it isn't it weird that we don't have any of that stuff? No, no. And there's others too that we don't have. But uh, when I moved up here, I'm like, because I had lived in Sheldon. So uh, I knew don't it. have In and Out Burger. Don't have Tasty Tacos. No. Uh, Man, this has turned sad. I, we don't have an A and W anymore. No. No. Do we even have a Maid Right isn't anymore? There, a and W over by the uh, I think it's close. North Dodge, is it? I think it's. You close. know what there is now? I drove by. There's a I was in the by the played against sports and all that little strip mall there. There's yeah. a, it says wings. Touchdown wings. Yeah. Have you had it? No, they just opened this week. I have to try it. I mean, it's right in, near where I live. I think they're going to work with us too. Okay. Touchdown well, wings. Uh huh. And it says shrimp too. And uh, um, Philly Philly cheesesteak. Sandwiches, I think. Interesting. Oh, that God. will be. Yeah. Oh, I love Philly. I, I mean, do love that. You've got the ch- you've got Taste of China there, and you got yeah. two dogs. Uh huh. And Melios. Melios. Yeah. Oh, that will be an. Melios is real good. I like. That will be an. We interesting, do that every week or two. That will be an interesting option. I'm a big chicken wings fan, so. Hello. You know, we don't even have a dill burger either. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amazing. But hey, uh, amazing. as as as. Uh, Pleasantly surprised and impressed I was with Iowa Wisconsin. That second half against Penn State for the women was pretty amazing. How they dominated that second half. It sure was. Um, third quarter, uh, Caitlin uh, basically was just a distributor, and the, the other gals really stepped up in the fourth quarter. I think Caitlin scored 17 of her 31 points. Is there? I mean, I don't know if she's even going to get Big Ten Player of the Year, but is she being talked about for? I'm hoping she's being talked about as first-team All-American. What, what do you know? Well, well she, she is. certainly be uh, the freshman All-American team. Yeah, I for mean, sure. She and the girl from Connecticut are sort yeah. of in a class by themselves. And the girl. What's from her name? Paige. Paige Buker? Buchers, and she's really, Buchers. really good, really good. So yeah, I think those two are kind of in a group by themselves, and oh, I think she'll get serious consideration for first-team. Yeah, All-American. Caitlin made her last three was from the Feathers. She'll make one of the three All-American teams without oh, question. Yeah. It's just a matter yeah. of which one. 
What do we know about next year's uh, fresh incoming freshman? Does she have any uh, top-notch help coming uh, in? Yes. Um, Yes, I, I can't remember the names right now, but yeah, we got a good. Oh, a she's real got the real good recruiting. Addison O'Grady coming in from Colorado, yes. who I did a story on her. She's about a six-two post player. She's ranked in the top forty nationally. She, you know, she's really good. No, there's a good class coming in, real good. And I hey, believe uh, that's when Karen calls. When Karen calls, and she usually does, ask her. I heard the rumor that Jaybo sneaks her in the back door at at uh, Carver so she can see some games. Ask her if any of that's true. We will do that. Sure. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, Addison O'Grady, and I believe they have somebody from Nebraska, from the Omaha area, who's coming in. Um, but I remember doing the story on O'Grady, and she had some nice offers. I think it was down between like Iowa and Oregon, and she's from the from the Denver area, I believe, and a six-two post player. Well, so um, but but yeah, that was a nice win because man, Penn State was really pushing the pace in the first half. Iowa gave up fifty-two points in the first half, and. I'm sure that was addressed by Lisa because they played much better on defense in the second half. Much better on defense. They were much more aggressive on the boards. They seemed tentative in the first half. They they did. And sometimes I watch them, and they're not as aggressive as they need to be on the boards, and I think Lisa reminded them. I think they have fish. Fish? Yeah, I I can't get the menu to come up. Well, that's a problem. they got pictures. Who, are you talking about the new wings place? Yeah. God, they got pictures that looked freaking great. Hell, they're going to owe you guys a 1000 bucks before this show's over. AJ Ediger is is another recruit. Yeah, that she's from Iowa, right? I think she, so. I, and then Addison O'Grady, did you mention? Yeah, she's the one from Colorado. Sydney Affolter. She's the one from Sydney. Nebraska, I believe. Or maybe I'm wrong. Does it have their hometowns? I'm looking. I thought one actually of, three out of state players. It's, it's oh, the one girl's here. not. I thought the I, one girl was from Iowa. Uh, uh, let's see. What are you looking it's at? It's just information about him. Ediger had been committed the long, since June of 2019. Number four overall recruiting class. The 2021 tree also features top 100 love. At Ediger sits at 39th, O'Grady 92nd. Uh, the only Big Ten program with more prospects on the list is Northwestern. Is Ed- Maybe Ediger's from Wisconsin. I can't remember. Ediger from Michigan. Michigan, okay. Altifer from outside of Chicago, and O'Grady was Colorado. I thought for sure they got somebody from Nebraska. Maybe that was last year. or, um, But no, I mean, to get three top 100s, and Ediger's the highest ranked, huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hello. She's from Michigan. Interesting that she would pick Iowa when Michigan and Michigan State are both viable options in, in the state of Michigan. Hello. Hey, this is Chris Lehman. I was calling in to... Report on some Iowa softball news. Hey, Chris, how hey, you Chris, doing? Chris, how you doing? Good. I hope to be in uh, Leesburg, Florida next Friday at this time. Okay. The Hawkeyes open against Ohio State. Okay. Awesome. You're going to be down there, huh? We are leaving. My wife Angie and I are leaving on Wednesday, and we'll be back the first. Um, it's a doubleheader situation, kind of a bubble atmosphere. Mm. That uh, With our ticket package, we get Hawkeye face masks. And we are only allowed in the stadium while the Hawkeyes are playing. So well, we'll sanitize the stadium in between. But well, I just want to give you a heads up. We open up uh, Ohio State doubleheader, and then I believe Michigan on Saturday, okay. Michigan State on Sunday. Now, your daughter pitches but, uh, for the Hawks, does she not? My daughter, Sarah, yes. Yeah. She used She's, to pitch uh, for Regina. Uh-huh. 
pitched for Regina, yeah. She and, went to Co for a year and played volleyball, and then uh, with the new coach Gillespie coming in, uh, things kind of changed changed tones. So. They, I mean, were they 17-5 and five when the season ended last year? They were, yes. So, uh, I mean, so they were really starting. They were really starting to come on, right? Yeah, that was their best start, I think, since two thousand two, is what I think I read. But uh, was one of the touch base with you guys. I'm going to hopefully call in next week, okay, and okay. give you maybe a little live report from the stadium. That'll be great, That'll, Chris. We'll appreciate it. And yeah, just use this number, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. All right. Have a safe trip. Thanks, travels. Shooter. All right. Leesburg, cool. Florida. Okay, Pat, go there. They've got fish, and it looks like who's they? Uh, the We're still uh, touchdown wings, wings. Oh, the touchdown wings. Yeah. Yeah, they got uh, fish with coleslaw, hush puppies, Ooh, fries. I will probably. They got white uh, fish. They've got tilapia and catfish. Okay, great. That's great, Steve. There you go. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Adam. how you doing, Adam? Tell Patty can have uh, breakfast uh, eggs and pancakes. That'll work for Lent on Fridays. I could throw hash browns in there, too, but, man, I would miss the yep. bacon. Yeah. <laughs> All that grease from the bacon just kind of blends into everything and makes it so tasty. So, but, Is it just Fridays that you can't eat? Yep. Yeah. For Yeah, I've been doing it for years. Yeah, but it says you can't eat meat, but you can oh, eat you can grease. Eat. You could have... You can tell them to put you know, some bacon grease on. I guess I could do that. So yeah. at twelve oh one, Pat, I brought some packets of ba- or, uh, tuna to work too. So I, I had tuna yesterday. I love tuna. I had a tuna. So sa- I. I had a tuna sandwich from Panera yesterday. It was good. I'm glad I'm a Jew. <laughs> you don't like hey, tuna? When I lived in Jerusalem, no, I though. I, I had to adhere to all that, and there was no bacon over there. That was tough. How long really? did you live there? I was there about a year. Okay. My grandmother was uh, the daughter of a Hasidic Jew, and uh, when we'd go over there, she'd fry up a big pan of bacon. I mean, just huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was places in, like, uh, Tel Aviv we'd go uh, that we knew that they, they had some bacon, but, um, yeah, like in some of the Jerusalem and the Orthodox Jews that, that we were around a lot just in with the team, there was... There was no bacon. I can remember when we got off the plane uh, in Germany, one of the first road trips we took, our hotel, uh, we went straight there, had like breakfast ready, and it was bacon. I think that's all I ate was just a whole <laughs> plate full of bacon. Because when you have something and it's been taken away and you just don't see it, I mean, it's the one thing you're craving. Yeah. I maybe overdid it at the bacon line, but. Oh, I love bacon. I don't know that that's possible, my, Adam. My grandfather ran a kosher meat market, and they had a thing called beef fry. Uh, and it was cut like bacon. It tasted a little bit like bacon. It, I, Sounds know, good. Wasn't yeah. It was pretty decent, but it wasn't bacon. Yeah. Maybe it was just that I was fighting the man, which was God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite a game last night, huh? Oh, I think uh, I was talking to Scott Higgins in here this morning. I think that's our one of our best wins yeah. of the year yes. uh, yep. on the road, Wisconsin. You know, I thought every little surge that they made, you know, when they kind of our lead got thinned down to three at one time, we just made timely buckets. And I thought it was an all-around good team effort. I mean, Luca obviously came and Joe Wieskamp, those two really were point-heavy for us. But other than that, I mean, everybody just came in and gave minutes when they needed them, and mm-hmm. that was a, a great team win. Is Davidson dirty in your eyes? Are those elbows on purpose or are those inadvertent? <laughs> I don't know. He, 
it's one of those like the announcer said, you're going to want him on your team uh, if you're a Wisconsin Badger. But other than that, I, yeah, I don't I don't care for his game or his style. But yeah, yeah. What would um, like when he grabbed Connor's package last year? What would you have done, a player? Did, how would you have handled him? Jeez. I don't know. I might have said, hey, let's take him through like two or three illegal picks. I'd have Eric Hansen <laughs> or Doug Thomas or Bruner. I, I, that's what I would have said. Hey, we got to run this guy through a couple picks. Okay. That's Light t- him up. That's good. That's the best way to deal with someone like that. But, no, Adam, it just never felt like Wisconsin ever had control of the tempo, and they're, they always want the tempo. And it just seemed like Iowa just had its way. Yeah, and I think, I mean, obviously we shot the ball extremely yes. well for those you know listeners that were watching. I mean, we shot 51% from the field. We were 63% from three-point, you know, 12-19. A lot of that came from, you know, Luca was 4-6 and Wieskamp was 5-6. I mean, that's incredible shooting from from those two guys. That carried us. I mean, anytime we needed a bucket, I, I was kind of laughing with Scott again, you know, earlier. You know, Nunji, I think there was like a three-point game there. He ends up hitting a, a bank. bank three. <laughs> <laughs> so... It just our guys look like they're playing with a little more swagger and a little more confidence, and um, I think Fran had to be extremely happy to come out of there. Again, the Cole Center is not an easy place to go up and get a win, and again, it felt like we were in control uh, pretty much the whole game. And it's good to see us. Uh, this is when we want to be playing our best ball, and if we can make a run here at the Big Ten, you know, to end the season and you know play for a, you know two or three seed, I think it's going to be tough to win this thing. Um, there'd have to be some teams above us that really falter, but I, I'd i like to see us, you know, I, hopefully we don't give up many more games, and it'd be nice to go on a nice run. Um, Tyler Devine tweeted this stat last night. Joe Wieskamp is 22 of 35 in three-point range in the last five games. Wow. That, well, he's not. He's shooting amazing. contested threes too. It's, I know. I think sometimes he was waiting to get those wide open looks, and if it wasn't there, he's just rising up and shooting. I, I think he's got that confidence where, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick it in your face. I'm gonna shoot it. Um, he looks on balance. He's, I mean, everything just looks good about him right now. So, I hope that continues. And again, having CJ back, he played 31 minutes last night, had five points, but he just does a lot of things out there. Four assists. Just the intangibles. It's good to see us once again, kind of coming back together with that core group. No, I agree. And now and the, the spacing just looks better. Yep. It's just yep. it's we're a better team with him. All right, now I'm going to put you on the spot. It's what I do. Is Weiss Camp going to be here a year from now? I still think so. I I'm, oh, I, I agree. Really hard for. I think it's really hard for him to. It, it, things have changed, right, since I played a long time ago. But if you're not an, a guaranteed first rounder, I just don't see the advantage to try to go second round and even if you do get picked there's no guarantee of, of making a roster spot and i don't know i think your your door is easier through the draft um obviously next year it'd kind of be like my senior year you know some of the other guys you know are leaving right garza will be out of there bohannon's going to be out of there we're really going to have to look to joe to, to score some points and i mean he goes on a terror and averages 20 plus points in a season which he is more than capable of mm-hmm. doing I think that opens his door up for the NBA a lot better than trying to, you know, really grind it out and, and hopefully get drafted. And, you know, it's just, uh, you look at Tyler Cook, he's had some struggles. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just not a, in well, Utah, I mean, it's, Well, Utah didn't go early, I understand that. But no, it's not easy. Yeah. You're right. So, so I, think, I think if he can showcase what he's doing right now, um, unless something crazy happens and he goes on a complete tear to end this season and everybody's talking about him, you know, I, I don't see it. 
selfishly, I'd like to have him in the black sure, and hold sure. one more year. Mm-hmm. But I do think for his sake, Fran's going to have to really rely on him next year to, to be the scorer. It'll be his team. Think about this, though. Let's say he yep. does come back and he averages. We could have the Iowa scoring, career scoring record. He could possibly, if he came back and averaged 20 to 25 next year, he'd be in the running. I mean, he. What's he at, like 1,100 some now? Well, I, th- well I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head, but I mean, he could be, he could easily score five, 600. 600 points next year if he averages like if they need him i mean adam he comes back don't you think he would average somewhere between 20 and 25 points next year or could i think so yeah i think they i mean i think so because the, the offense is going to be geared around him i mean obviously we're going to have nunji replace guards down low and you know be a starter but i think you're going to see more screens more action more you know on ball stuff where joe's going to be the focal point and mm-hmm. uh right now he's taking a great i don't want to say take a back step but this whole team Luca, when he's shooting uh, like last night, eleven and nineteen field goals, and you know four or six from three, ends up having thirty points. You've got to go to that kind of player, mm-hmm. a player of the year candidate. And I think everybody's done a really good job of playing off of that. So yeah, next year when when Luca is gone, you're going to have to center that offense around Joe. And I think that's where you know if he really does want to play at that next level, he can really showcase. Hey, look what I can do when I'm the man in the focal point of the, the offense, mm-hmm. um, it, it might be an easier way for him to get in that in that league. I could see him scoring next year anywhere from 450 to 650 or 700 points, depending on how many games they would play. I mean, because, yeah, there's going to – I mean, CJ's going to be asked to score a lot next year. Yeah. I think Jack Nunji's going to have to take on a much bigger role as a post-scorer next year. Don't you think Nunji will roam the perimeter as much next year without Luka as he does now? He'll still pop out a little bit, but he's going to have to plan his butt, I think, down low because he's good. I, he's going to have to continue to work on his footwork and skill work down there. But I like his game, and you know he stays healthy and continues to improve. I think we could see some good things out of Jack. He's just in seven minutes last night. He he gave us some good minutes and you know a couple nice offensive rebounds and a putback. He he uh, he came in and made some plays when we needed him to. Are you surprised, Chad? Or Ch- Chad? Are you surprised that Fran isn't using his backup point guards more? Yeah, I, I was. A, so when uh, Toussaint came in early, when was that, uh, Pat? Was that about the? Was around the twelve minute mark? Yes. Or so? mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of their. Yeah, he and yeah, I think that he, he came in and he came in and gave us. I mean, it's four minutes, but he what he had that nice little bucket. Um, he drove in the lane. Kind of hesitated. Yeah. No one was around. It him. rolled around he the rim and a, fell in. It's a tough jumper from there. Yeah, he, it went in. He had a beautiful pass to Patrick McCaffrey that went on the baseline. That I don't. I don't think anybody else on the team could have dropped it like that. You know, that ended up being a nice little play in transition. I just, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. He had the one where he over penetrated and stepped out of bounds. Other than that, uh, you know, um, he's got to be looking at. He looked good on the bench at the end of the game. He was sitting next to Patrick. I was kind of looking at body language. He, you know, these guys are all excited. They want to get wins, but I'm sure he's just looking. Hey, whatever I got to do to help this team mm-hmm. win, um, I don't want to see him be frustrated. And you know, I hate to put it out there, I don't want to see him transfer or leave. I think he's got a a bright future here. Obviously, a lot of those minutes, you know, 35 minutes went to Bohannon last night. Yeah. There's just not a lot of leftover minutes if one guy is going to get that heavy in minutes. So, hopefully, you know, in the locker room and in those discussions, the coaching staff is just saying, hey. It's your time next year. 
yeah. you know, be ready along with him and him and Ulysses. I mean, they're going to have to use both those guys. Oh no, and I'm sure he's got to know. Yeah, that there's a lot. I don't. Of minutes I mean, I guess him. Jordan could come back for a six year, but he's given no indication that he's going to do that. I mean, would that surprise you if Jordan suddenly not? Hey, I'm coming back for a six year. Because I mean, this is a free year for everyone. Luca could come back. Yeah. Imagine Luca coming yeah, back. I think and, so I mean, I think at some point some of these guys have ambitions to do other things. No, yeah, I know. Meaning that this this is I'm telling you the best part of their lives are you know putting the Hawkeye jersey on and playing. It's you're never going to get anything back like this. And I mean, maybe yeah, somebody wants to extend it another year, but at some point I think you get the feeling of like, hey, my time is kind of coming to an end. I think a sixth year would be uh, you know, like I said, there might be other things he's wanting to pursue outside of basketball or even in basketball that, you know, would take him out of here. So Luca needs 14 points to surpass Roy Marvel to become the all-time career scoring leader. I mean, Adam, you scored a lot of points. I mean, put in perspective what it means to score 2,000 points in a career. It's a lot of points. And, you know, and it's really been top-heavy these last two years. Yeah. It's been incredible. Like the run that he's done junior, senior year, you know, and, and, and part of it is there's been a lot of good players that have came through here. And you think of Luca; he's been just a staple for us. hasn't been hurt, has been consistent, has always been one of the harder worker working guys out there. You know, I, I don't think there's many uh, many people I'd say it would be more deserving to have that badge of honor of being the all-time scorer than Luca. He, you know, from coming in and being kind of an unassuming, you know, guy, no mm-hmm. one really not super high on anybody's radar. It's I think it's a great story, and it's incredible what he's doing this year, and he deserves uh, to be the man at the top. It is an amazing story, and, you know, it's it's kind of a, a working-class America story. You know, put yep. in the time, give it everything you got, and great things happen for you. You, you know, know, they were four and, and four. It kind of goes to show he's, he may not be the most athletic guy out there, and, you know, Dickie V and those guys were talking about, you know, him as a kid watching those old Jack Sigma videos and mm-hmm. stuff, and, you know, he's got that old school game in him, and I love it. I love going back, even with my son the other night, where nothing was on TV, so we started watching Larry Bird highlights. And you know, I'm like, look at back then; those guys got just clubbed and beaten. You know, it's kind of how Luca plays. It's that old school, like kind of '80s, '70s, you know, style basketball that you know um, he's going to get dirty and he's going to get 30 points and you know, eight rebounds, and you know, that's just another day at the office. It was really interesting to me, uh, the last two games, um, Michigan State chose to take Luka out of the game and let the other guys beat him, you know, make the other guys beat him. Last night was exactly the opposite. Yeah. And now I looked up yep. Camp. He's got 1,164. What's he going to play in? Maybe another 8 to 10 games mm-hmm. this year. So what would that – could, he could be maybe 13, 14, 1,300. He'd have to average 25 to 30 to do so, no, I think yeah, Luca's record. Can't. He'd have to, you know, he'd have to. That just shows you how many points Luca's going to probably leave here with over twenty three hundred points. Caitlin Clark can do it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Luca's. I mean Adam. Caitlin I mean Luca can do about anything right now. I mean if they go deep Jeez. enough in postseason, Luca could leave here twenty three, twenty four hundred points. Yeah, the way he scores, he could get on a three. Well, game. and the other thing too with these guys too, uh, you know, you make some big runs. You know, whether it be an NCAA yeah. tournament or NIT, I mean, some of those will get you a lot of extra points in a season. I mean, even in the Big Ten tournament, right? You, instead of being a one and done, if you can throw a string of you know two or three extra games in there, um, yeah, those all those add up. So to be successful as a team and you know win and go deep and yeah, scoring these kind of numbers, he, he could he could still put up some good numbers. And and even Joe, I mean, next year. 
who knows what he can do, but I know he's a scorer. And like I said, I remember watching him even from his high school days. He can he can put the ball in the hoop, and I think we're going to have to rely on him big time next year. So is I correct in saying Desumu? That's how you pronounce it. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. Do you think he's a lottery top 10 potential pick for the NBA? I do, and I heard your discussion. Uh, he's got the link, the athleticism. His, his game's come a long way, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'm surprised sometimes when guys do come back knowing what – because I think he would have been a first-round pick last year. I, do too. Um, I think that unknown of, man, what's next year really going to look like? And that's a chance that Luca and everybody took. Um, so him coming back and actually doing what he's doing, like I said, Scott and I were talking about this this morning too, he is positioning himself to be, yeah, top 10, top 5. I mean, he's having an incredible year, and all the hard work he put in that offseason is, is, is definitely paying off, and I mean, he's going to reap the benefit of that. He can do just just about everything, everything he wants on the basketball floor. He is amazing. And then, meanwhile, Michigan's lost once this year. Yeah, that. I mean, that's the frustrating part. I we never really talked about them being the team. No, you no. know, to, no. when we look back in November and when we were kind of planning ahead, it's they're I I really like uh, Juwan Howard. I think he's a yeah. great coach, and those guys have all bought in. You know, and I thought, hey, after that little hiatus or break that they had, I was hoping, you know, Wisconsin would knock them off, and, and they didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, they're in a great position to, to run the table and win this thing. And, you know, if they do slip up, Illinois is right there behind yeah, them. Yeah, that's what you're so saying. Yeah, they're, they're lurking. And that Wagner, I mean, what a brother combination Michigan got with these two Wagner brothers. This, Fritz and Franz. This new one, the youngest one, man, he may end up being better. I mean, hes I didn't realize he's 6'9". You've seen him play, haven't you, Adam? Yeah, I have. He's yep. very skilled, a very skilled player. He writes some good music, too. I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that. So, okay, um, they got Penn State. They should win yep. this game. It wouldn't surprise me if it's close midway through the second half because Penn State seems to – they figured out a way to stay close in a lot of these games. They just can't close. But this is a big game. This would be a killer to lose at home, obviously, Adam. Yeah, I think I think this Penn State game is a, a must-win. Yeah, um, I do too. I think I think you win this one. It'd be nice to split one of those, either Ohio State or Michigan. I, I, once again, I think we match up well with those teams, and mm-hmm. we can give them fits just as much as they can, you know, um, give us problems. So. I, my goal is out of these next four games. I, obviously, I'd like to see us win all four, but I think going three and four out of these, you know, oh, winning be three of the four, mm-hmm. I think would be huge and would be a great springboard into you know Big Ten tournament play. And I think it can be done. I think we have already seen Wisconsin. I think we give them matchup problems. Yeah. And once again, I think Ohio State or at Michigan, one of those I think we'll get. What will be interesting is to see what this Hunter Dickinson does against Garza. This freshman from Michigan. It's going to be interesting. He's good. Yep. I mean, I watched him get 15 rebounds the other night. He's a big. Well, he's a big reason why Michigan's where they are. Oh, without question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they obviously thought he was going to be a good player. He's a I freshman, right? He's yes. a freshman of the year in the Big Ten, isn't he? I mean, Gosh, most, I would think so. I mean, yeah, especially with him being number one in the Big Ten right now, I think he's got to go to him. Yeah, he is really good. He, yep. I mean, he's kind of plays with a chip, I guess, when they were playing Maryland. Doesn't sound like Maryland recruited him, even though he's from DeMatha High School, I believe. And But, no, he's really good. They just – I mean, Juwan Howard's done a great job of just pe- – and then they got that transfer from Columbia who fits in perfectly. Boy, Mike he's Smith. a terrific point guard. Yeah, too. I mean, it's, it's – I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be some fun basketball down the stretch. You know, and I and, and I that's, think uh, that's that's right. That's this time of year. It is. It's it, and for Iowa fans, these are that's a heck of a stretch we go through after the Penn State game. I mean, it's at number four Ohio State, 
at number three Michigan, home against number twenty one Wisconsin. Yep. Those are those are big time games. They are. That's a great way to, to wrap this thing up. My mom loved watching Hawkeye basketball. Yeah. She absolutely just loved watching it at night. And I just and you know, like a game like Michigan under normal circumstances, she'd be so fired up. So that's gonna have a lot of that game's gonna have a lot of influence on what goes on here in the Big Ten. So Let's just hope they can keep all these guys COVID safe. You see what's going on with Iowa baseball. You got mm-hmm. Ben Norman all upset, saying he thinks it's a false negative and positive or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, um, Adam, you um, when you look at this, Iowa's playing real good on defense right now. Is that because they're being a lot more aggressive, or because the opponents are just missing shots, or a little I think of both? It's a little bit of both. Okay. I, think, I think it's definitely been brought up in the film room. I mean, once again, not having been in there, but I can tell you these coaches aren't going to let certain things slide, you know, in, in some of these games that we've seen, you know, like against Indiana and Ohio State uh, a while ago. I think, uh, yeah, that's been addressed. But I also think, too, I mean, when you, when you do play a little better defense, you cause the, you know, the opponents to take a little tougher shot. Sure, or, sure. You know, maybe quicken their shot a little bit. And last night, I mean, for you guys watching the game, I – did you hear that every time that ball hit that rim, it was kind of annoying, <laughs> that weird spring sound. It was. And I know there's no crowd in there, but it was just really strange, and it was like a brick show for a while there for Wisconsin. But, you know, I, that's a good team. Uh, we just did enough, I think, to slow down those runs when they did start getting momentum. So, you know, credit us on getting stops on D and um, even on offense, making big shots and kind of putting them away. I think that helps when you can go into an opponent's Jim and, and kind of smack on him early. Um, that three that CJ hit right before uh, that was big. Yep, wasn't it CJ right before halftime? Yes, that was yeah. huge because once again they're making another big run. Yep, boom, we send that we we build that lead right back up. So I think that that also helped. As soon as they kind of felt like they were making some ground, we just uh, we hit big shots. So and that's what you're going to need to do. I mean, you need both ends of the floor in these big games and especially on the road and. Yeah, hopefully our defense is going to be the staple that you know kind of drives us at the end of the year. When Davidson started heating up, he hit a couple big threes, and then boy, we answered right back. And it was uh, yeah, him and Joe were, were yep. going you know three for three there for a while. They're just going back and forth, and there that's that's what I like. I mean, I, Fran's always been one of those guys that gives guys the green light, and and you can kind of see it in Joe's game right now. He is uh, kind of got that fearless kind of cocky shot you know, about him right now where he's not afraid to shoot it from anywhere and they're all going in. Yeah, no, this is a... It's fun to watch. This is fun to watch. I mean, it's... um, I think it's going to be exciting down the stretch and like I just said, I just want it to be able to go through without a hitch. You know, and and right now, I mean, there's nobody in pause right now, Big Ten basketball, not right... Isn't everyone... Uh, Everyone's playing. Everyone is now playing Yes. So that's a good sign. Hopefully we keep our fingers crossed because, I mean, I think there's a lot of fun basketball. Do you think... It'll be interesting with this. You've seen this Dickinson kid play, right, for Michigan, Adam? Yeah. You yeah. think they're going to go him just solo one on one with him and Garza, or do you think they'll do a lot of help? I think they'll help. I, I, I mean, I Luca gave them fits a couple years yeah, ago, he or did. two years ago. What was it? Or a year ago? Was it forty four? Yeah. Up there? Yeah. yeah, and and they still lost so, one hundred and two to ninety five. Well, and I would say we kind of let our guard down on defense on that. And I, yeah, I like seeing us play up tempo, <laughs> but. I don't want to see us lose a game 102 to 104. I mean, that's, I don't want to see a track meet, but I think if, if we can get those possessions down there and kind of go inside outside, um, you know, get the ball into Luca and see what they do there again, we've seen all kinds of different defenses. So there's nothing that's going to be a surprise, but I do think they're going to have to help. And if they 
there's been a few teams that tried to go ISO just one on one, and then Luca ends up getting a quick eight points. They they may have to adjust, but um, yeah, I, I think you're going to want to help off a guy like that. And aren't there going to be cases in this game? It seems like in every. I mean, I, the Lakers Nets game last night. Won't a lot of it come down to Adam who's shooting better from three point range that day? It just seems like so much of it just comes mm-hmm. down to that. It sure does. Just comes down. And you think I'm oversimplifying it? Because last night the the Nets couldn't yeah, miss from three. The Lakers couldn't make a three, and the Nets beat them easily in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I think this game has changed, right? Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, just look at some of those shots. We used to marvel at Kingsbury where he's pulling up. I mean, Bohannon was coming just Caitlin Clark from from really far out, and I mean, these guys are just. They're great shooters. Um, guys like Fran give them the green light. I mean, if you get hot, it's going to be really hard to beat, especially when you've got a player of the year candidate down low. So mm-hmm. if you want to keep, you know, start really guarding out even deeper, it just opens things up for, for Luca. And then you got a big like Luca that can shoot the three. I mean, there again, I, I'm sure when you look at, you know, Wisconsin today, they're going to go back and look at the stats and there again talk about, man, Luca killed us. Joe Wieskamp killed us, and you know they shoot sixty three percent from three as a team. That's mm-hmm. really hard as a as a team when another team puts up that kind of shooting percentage on you. You cannot turn the ball over. You can't do some of the little things. Um, you, you won't get a win when a team shoots that well. Did you get a chance to see the women play? I didn't. I was at a school board meeting, and then I ended up going to the Solon uh, Washington boys basketball game, and then I got home and. I had it on tape delay, so I got to watch this when I got home. So I think I, I heard about it, and I saw Lisa came to the game to watch Dave. So she flew up Highway One as soon as her game was over to come watch him. Oh wow! Uh, uh, Caitlin made one from the feathers, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so fun. She had the best look on her face after that. It was she took a quick glance over at the bench to see how much trouble she'd be in, but. Well, they go in. Adam, you you know, she, Adam. I think she again has that green light. She can do about anything because I, I think they've seen it in practice enough to know she's a she's a special talent. And she just, if she thinks she's in range, I think she's in range. How much of a green light did Alford give you? Uh, it was green. There again, though, we had a thirty-five second shot clock. We were more disciplined, and you can always get that deep three. Mm-hmm. We could probably get a better shot within the offense if you know um, you work the ball. You know we'd come down and run a pro set mm-hmm. that flowed into motion, and then you know that extra little bit of five seconds, we could always pull it back out and run another quick hitter to try to get a bucket. So it was a little different. I I think watching some of his teams as he left Iowa and having his son play like at you know UCLA, and then he's got and Nevada now. I think the game's changed, right? I mean it's that three point play and, and shooting and the, the three-point ball has just been a, a difference maker and i look at steph curry and those guys with the warriors the game's changed so, oh, i know yeah, yeah. That's a good point yeah. and i can say from watching ucla games that his son had the green light while he played at ucla and it was fun <laughs> of course well he also had the floater game and all that other stuff you can ask horner like we weren't supposed to do that kind of stuff and, and there again not a lot of guys did it but if you would have thrown up a you know running floater in the lane my butt would have been on the bench and I texted him once or twice there when I saw Bryce out there doing some running floaters. I said, man, things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He just kind of laughed and, you know, gave one of those ha-ha type, you know, messages back. But it is. It's I Look at the old, uh, I grew up watching, you know, Big Ten basketball with Dr. Tom and 
Bob Knight and Gene Cady and all those guys. I mean, the the game has still kind of the same. It's they're going to beat you up. Big Ten basketball. There's nothing better in my opinion, but it is uh, the 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 pace, the tempo, the the style, the shooting the threes. You know, some of that has changed a little bit. Okay. Anything yeah. else? Great stuff as usual, Adam. Yeah. I don't know why I called you Chad. Actually, I've heard from a couple old friends of mine, Chad, and I've heard from so many different people in the last 24 hours. But, but no, this is good stuff. Hopefully when we have you on, well, we got Penn State Sunday. Will you be able to come on Monday, you think? Yep. Okay. Yep, I'll be on Monday. Well, I, awesome. think, I think we'll be talking about a victory, hopefully, and we'll have a good weekend. Well, hopefully we're not buried in another couple inches of snow. Oh, we got so. more coming? Uh, yeah. About one to three. When? Uh, Sunday. <laughs> well, we got a chance this afternoon and tonight. But the good news is mid-30s Monday, upper 30s oh, so. Tuesday, Wednesday. Then it's, uh, just, so. then it's just flooding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, again, this will be exciting times, right? High school, you know, there's high yeah. school wrestling stuff going on at State. The district's boys and girls basketball and that state tournament will be coming around. And then we got all this. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's starting to get better and it's fun to have this stuff on TV to watch. So. Oh, it sure is. It sure Makes is. all the difference in the world. Yep. You well, want to do? Stay safe, guys. And yeah, I can do the. I can do the markets here. Great. Okay. Thanks, Adam. Alrighty. Here's Adam Alaska, Wells Fargo Advisors, Chad. with the markets. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. U.S. stocks ended lower on Thursday as investors assessed the latest batch of economic data releases and corporate earnings results. The Dow paired more than a 250 point drop. Uh, to finish up 119 points lower, dripping from its record closing, which was notched on Wednesday. The S&P was down 0.4% yesterday, while the NASDAQ composite fell 0.7%, with each benchmark capping their three-day losing streak, um, first three-day losing streak since December and October, respectively. On the data front yesterday, uh, weekly initial jobless claims jumped by 861,000. That number was well above the anticipated 773,000 increase. Uh, separate releases revealed housing starts slumped 6% in January, while the building permits unexpectedly increased during the same period, surging 10.4%. Nine of 11 sectors uh, were negative yesterday, with the utilities and consumer discretionary uh, the only advancers. Energy were led the laggards as crude slid 1.8% to $60.07 a barrel. Uh, in corporate news, Walmart was down 6.2%. Once again, this was yesterday after the big box retailer missed analyst profit expectations, cautioning that sales would moderate this year as the pandemic-inspired tailwind tapers off. Look at the market today. Let's see here. The latest numbers here, the Dow is up 124 points. NASDAQ is up nearly 90 points, and the S&P is up 12 points in early trading. Uh, on the data front, an update from research firm Market showed that U.S. service activity accelerated to 58.9 from the robust 58.3 clip in January, while manufacturing PMI inched down to 58.5 from the prior month's 59.2. In earnings this morning, John Deere, Deere & Company, uh, is rising nearly 10% after beating consensus profit and sales projections and lifting its forward outlook. And Applied Materials is rising 7.3% as the chip manufacturer beat on the top and bottom line and gave an upbeat forward outlook amid a global semiconductor shortage. Once again, this has been Adam Haluska with Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, number SIPC, 
If you're in the Iowa City Coralville area, we can be reached at 319-338-3799, or you can always come in and see us. Adam Haluska, Corey Urian, Ted Stoley, Scott Higgins, and Karen Jackson. We're all at 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201 in Coralville, Iowa. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE Remember, I cannot tell a lie, Hurting and Stocker Jewelers is having their huge President's Day sale. Listen to these specials. A large selection of diamond jewelry, diamond anniversary and fashion rings up to 50% off. Up to 60% off colored stone jewelry. And you'll love their special selection of princess cut diamond engagement rings and stud earrings at 40% off. Sale runs Saturday 10 to 5, Monday 10 to 5, and Tuesday 10 to 5. It's Hertina Stocker's only sale of the year, and it ends at 5 p.m. Tuesday, February 23rd. Hertina Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. See the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. When it's time to give the gift of jewelry to that special someone in your life, come to Diamond Leaf Jewelers at the Iowa River Landing in Coralville. Our wide selection of styles, brands, and price ranges will make it easy to find a piece that will be cherished forever. If you have an outdated or well-worn piece, we can bring them to life in a new setting or incorporate them into a new style. Find out more on our websites and search Facebook for examples of our work. Open at 10 a.m. Monday through Saturday and noon on Sunday. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. 
But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite tv experts hi this is bill eichstring of the oxyoke inn our doors are open again although the way we serve you is different we're still here and ready to welcome you we've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe what hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family our oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food attention to detail and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years those values are now more important than ever now serving families family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyok Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. KCJJ Weather brought to you by the Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped Mall. Here is your KCJJ forecast. It is going to be partly cloudy today with a high of 17 this afternoon. The wind out of the west at 5 to 15. That'll keep the wind chill factor in the single digit yet here for most of the day. Tonight, partly cloudy, 4 above. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 27 on Sunday. Some snow possible with a high of 32. We're talking mid to upper 30s by early next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 11. Hawkfanatic.com. Yes. I am your 56-year board operator. (laughs) You've gotten pretty good at it (laughs) over the years. That's only one. That's only one pot now. So So it's taken you 56 years to get that good, and you've always said that a monkey could do it. A monkey could do it. (laughs) I would hire a monkey to do it if it wouldn't be for the feces thing. (laughs) Hello. Morning, Captain. Morning, Tom. It's Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How you doing? Uh, you know, just I'm finishing up another COVID clinic and was listening to you guys in between on my way to the next one. So, so just doing some shots today. What's a, a a COVID clinic? What exactly is that? It's a it's it's where I go give immunizations. You know, the uh, COVID vaccine. I go and to a long term care facility and uh, do uh, the vaccines for them. Do you do ever do radio stations? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I when I called in a couple weeks ago, Captain was Captain said he'd buy me pizza and just leave a hundred dollars on the table if I stop by. So, <laughs> well, Captain, <laughs> Captain and I have already gotten one of our yeah. shots. 
I know how to go for you guys. Oh, great. No side no. effects whatsoever. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I didn't even, my arm didn't even hurt. Uh-huh. Nothing. Oh, great. So when do you guys get your second one? I get mine on uh, the 8th of March. Me too. You too? Uh-huh. Yeah. 8th of March. Awesome. My wife. Well, hopefully. My wife came with me, uh, and uh, she hasn't been able to get uh, an appointment. And the gal, uh, you know, said, well, come on in anyway. So, yeah, and gave her. That was oh, nice. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, the, uh, we're finishing up the long-term care facilities now, and pretty soon, you know, it's going to going to open up to more people as we in a couple more weeks we're hoping so great, uh, great. getting better how the hawks looked good last night sure did Suter. they sure did boy and uh, the women look yeah. looked real good too oh they did i watched so they at the clinic i was doing uh, i was at uh at a big one yesterday in cedar rapids and they put the game on for us uh and the, the girls game on and they boy that second half Kaylin clark really Really lit it up. That one she took from it, I, I had just, that one she took from the Hawk was, yes. that was amazing. That was awesome. Lo- I loved it. I mean, it. she was probably two or three steps on the other side of the half court line, and that was it. That was pretty great. Yep, and uh, boy, it split the net, too. It wasn't a, a fluke. It did. We're, Pat, are you guys done already? No. No, Pat's no, here. No, Pat's here. Oh, okay. Just, just uh, listening. Pat's there. So are, are, are we hoping now that Iowa's not gonna, um, we're not gonna fade down the stretch? Now we've turned it around. It's gonna be okay. No, I'd like to see him collapse and just have a miserable season. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're all. <laughs> no, we're all hoping that I they noticed, keep playing well. I noticed the message board suitor has have calmed down a little bit, but you know those. You know, the negative people, you know, after every loss, it's, you know, friends, you know, friends taking this team as far as he can. We need somebody to take us to the next level, you know, and they rip apart the player. I, I don't even look at them after a, after a loss anymore. I don't either. It's, and then I think you and I are on the same message board, and it's, so, yes, they, they always call for, like, oh, friends taking it as far as it can go yes. It's tough yes. in the Big Ten. You, you know, I posted that, you know, it's terrible. You know, Ohio State was supposed to have a down year, and here we are, and they're going to probably win the Big Ten. And it's just Iowa sometimes just has bad luck. Sometimes you need luck. You, and you sure need to you be do. really great, too. Sure you do. And, um, yeah. There's, there's a metric out there that uh, – Iowa is one of the unluckiest teams uh, in America, and I don't know how they figure that stuff, but uh, Iowa is one of the five unluckiest teams in in the land. Oh, my gosh. But, hey, you know what? It's looking up. Hopefully we can beat Penn State and get get Ohio State, get that game back from Ohio State. That would be a big help, and just as long as we beat Michigan. That's it's all I want to do is beat them too. I, I want so, to win one of the one of the at OSU at Michigan. I want one of those, and if we can do that, I'll be uh, ecstatic. And me too. And I just wanted to call and say you guys have a great Friday, and uh, I just wanted to check in. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Kyle. You keep up the good work, buddy. Yeah. It Thanks. Is, it is good work. It, it sure is. is. Yeah. People don't read. People just don't read the, the posts, you know. 
I my I clearly said my mom passed 18 years ago. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's going, "Well, sorry for your loss." <laughs> you know, I, I, I got. I mean, you deal with it and you, you get over it and go. I mean, yeah, of course, it was 18 years ago. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Karen. First of all, I want to send you condolences, Pat. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. I know what it's... It, when my mother went, it was... Even though she was older, too, it was, it's still part of your life that's yep. going... Well, you're right about that. And, anyway, I'll squelch any rumors. Nobody's letting me in to sneak <laughs> in to see the games, although I sure wish I could. But it was <laughs> trying to be safe, I don't go anywhere except to the bathroom. That's probably wise. Yes. So, anyway, I wanted to know... If players decide to stay on for another year, what does this do to the recruiting numbers? They're they basically get it. I, are you saying like like if Bohannon or Garza or somebody decided to come back? Yeah, they decide to stay. I, on. Didn't they pass it to where they can? They can. They they can yes. for that year. They can go over. Yes. Due to the free year. Okay. Not and we're not Garza's not coming Mm-mm. back. We're just using that, and I don't think Bohannon would come no. back for a six year. No, no. unless he just wanted to completely obliterate the three point record, but it would forever have an asterisk on it yep. too. Yep. So, but that's how they do it. They basically just call this a free year. Doesn't count against anything. Oh, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> let's hope for some great. Now, you think we will be wrestling on Sunday, Wisconsin? <sighs> you know, I I hope, say, so, I hope so, but I mean. Just when you think you know something, something happens. So I would say yes, but I would never say anything's definite in this. I mean, no, nothing's it, definite. Yeah. And in the most, we're supposed to wrestle Northwestern tonight. Mm-hmm. I know. In the most Iowa thing ever, where you finally get the baseball schedule released and they have to pause. And now they're on hiatus. <laughs> you saw Ben Norman's tweet. Same day, yeah. Ben Norman's tweet. He's not happy. He thinks they were false positives, and he's frustrated. I get it. I, yeah. You know, hopefully they'll get it resolved. That's the last thing I went to was a, a baseball game way back in March. Yeah, yeah. Last so, thing I went to was the Big well, Ten tournament. I'm anxious to go. Well, so we... anyway, you um, guys have a good day. All right, Karn, thanks. thanks. Karn. Yeah, the last thing I went to was to, we drove to, was it Chicago last year? Or was it? No, it was Indianapolis. We drove and got it. We actually spent a night in the hotel. But then when we woke up that morning to go, remember, we were getting ready to go to the Iowa game. And then like two hours before tip, remember, that's mm-hmm. I think the whole thing. What th- was the last home game for Iowa last year? Do you remember? Well, there was a loss to, was it a loss to Purdue? Was it a loss to? I can't remember, but that would have probably have been the last one game we went to live. Didn't they lose their last three games last year? Yeah. They ended it with a loss to Illinois. I think it was a loss to Purdue. and Because uh, I remember I was sick that night. That's when I was worried that my may have been the early stages of my COVID. Because I remember I didn't stick around for the post game or anything. I didn't eat. I just kind of stayed. Well, we didn't really know. What you had. We didn't know anything. Nobody was really saying much about it. this. Was late February. It still wasn't like. But that's when it was coming. Yeah, on. that's. I, I think that's when I. I think because yeah, yeah. then I spent the next week literally on my couch doing nothing, and had the minor runny nose. Had a minor sore, and then it ran its course. But then, but then I thought it was done. But no, I still found myself for another three days not being able to do anything. I didn't eat. The only thing I did was drink orange juice. Did you ever lose your taste, sense of taste? I don't remember. Well, because I, I, maybe I did, but I never I ate anything. I think you said. I never ate anything. 
but I think you said at the time you couldn't smell things. I couldn't, and I nothing taste. There nothing food wise taste. Yeah. And this went from a Tuesday till a Saturday. That's pretty long. Well, that's it. Really, and I lost like, like thir- and I lost like thirteen pounds. So, who knows? And I literally was not around it. I stayed those four days. I was. I didn't come in here. I remember I called in here and says, "Guys, I'm too sick. I can't get off the couch." And and it was. It wasn't like I was running to the bathroom and puking and all the others i just was nauseous just just laid on the couch for four days just nauseous and that is now looking back isn't that some of the covid signs? yeah back yeah. then you didn't think it was back then everyone thought it was just a cough and a sore throat and all the cold symptoms but it's so much more than that mm-hmm. now we know that well that well, if you had that you had a mild case of that yeah <laughs> i mean well yeah i mean yeah because yeah, i know some people my age died of it yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's gone longer. Well, mine didn't do my chest or anything. Mine didn't become a pneumonia thing. And it's, it doesn't have to. No, but it started there. It started with a sort. I remember it started with a scratchy throat, but it, mine was just mostly no energy, no power, just lethargic and just, ugh. Just yeah, like wanna I, sh- wanna I, sh- I, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say just like I've been the last six <laughs> to nine months. <laughs> well, one of Sugar Ray's... Uh, cohorts at the jns had covid and great i gotta be sitting next to him tomorrow at the game just, <laughs> oh no this is past this oh. was so i already was ago. at risk Ray's weeks ago just spreading droplets <laughs> and but she said i mean she was a week where she just was listless yeah listless is a good word to describe me i mean i just, just had all she wanted to do was sleep had no energy i didn't really even want to just do that i just late i mean i did sleep a lot but after a while you sleep so much you can't sleep anymore I mean, by my third or fourth day, it was just a matter of I had trouble changing the remote. I just literally laid on the couch and just never. And if you're not eating and drinking, you're not really going to the bathroom much. I, had, I wanted no water, nothing. I wasn't. It was just weird. Hmm. I'd never really had anything, so maybe, maybe that was it. Who knows? It sure sounds like it. So, but, but no, I, um, I just saw now it looks like the NCAA tournament's going to allow 25% capacity into tournament games. Oh, really? Yeah, that's... That's somewhat significant. You spread them out, those arenas, there's going to be a little life in those arenas now. I mean, yeah. these, these empty arenas are getting, they're starting to really get on me. I mean, I, it's got to be strange for the players, too, although maybe it just reminds them of their AAU. Yeah, but time. it's, oh, that's what they said. But see, it wouldn't be as big a deal with, like, college baseball. You could, even though there's a lot of good fans. But when you're playing indoors and the fans are right there, I mean, you can actually see the, ba- the they show many shots in a baseball game. Where you can't see anything but the field itself. You don't even see the fans. You almost yeah. have to pan. Whereas in basketball, the fans are always right there you know, as they're bringing the ball up the court and what have you. And it's just, man, I just hope we can get to this summer to where Major League Baseball is starting to let maybe 50% capacity. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be good? Because it it's sure going to be a gradual thing. I don't think it's just going to be, okay, open the floodgates. No, no. It's and then hopefully by next it. college football, my hope for next college football is 50, at least 50% capacity. Yeah, I hope so. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe with still masks and some social distancing. And well, my guess is that you're going to start seeing a lot of hand sanitizer, little stands up in places now, too. I bet you that's going to be. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, sure. They're going to start. You're going to start. And those take up space, too. It'll be interesting to see how, like, if Kinnick starts putting them in in multiple areas. But I do think that's one thing that I don't know if they're going to mandate it, but I think you're going to start seeing a lot of that. Have to smuggle in one less beer to keep room for a hand portable sanitizer. hand sanitizer. How many? Oh, they'll how many, put that over the popcorn, so they <laughs> instead of butter. How many um, <laughs> beers do you usually smuggle into a game? Actually, we don't. Uh, you couldn't, don't they? No, Used they don't. To. They, do they search? Yeah, they'll search bags. But if you did, if you were creative, could you get away with putting like three or four cans of beer somewhere? Oh, sure. 
Especially in colder weather when you have more gear. They don't search you that closely is what you're saying. No. Okay. Well, then you save, what, um, 40 bucks? Because if Kinnick has, you think they're going to have beer this fall? Or do you think it'll be, well, the COVID? No, no. Probably not this fall. My prediction was 2022. I would have thought it would have been this fall without COVID. But who's to say maybe COVID motivates them because they need money? Well, maybe so. Just like I've been told that our property taxes are going to start going up significantly because they need money. Yes. Just imagine what the beer lines will be like. I'm just trying to imagine what my property taxes are going to be like right now because they're already high. Property tax in Iowa City is so high. And they are going up. Oh, yeah. That's that's a major way they're using to pay for COVID shortfalls, property tax. No, it's, yeah, it's. Mine haven't gone up much the last couple of years, so I'm ready. I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere between a $75 and a $200 a month hit. So I'm some that would be roughly about a thousand or about twenty four hundred dollars a year. I just think that's what that I that would be significant. That would definitely be significant. Yeah. Hello. Have you ever waited in line for an ice cream cone at Carver? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the lines are ridiculous. I, oh, I I've can't seen even them. Imagine yeah. the line for a beer in Kinnick. They were long <laughs> during the lick years. Yeah, I've seen the the ice cream lines and yeah, the beer lines will be like that. And that will help them to limit the amount of consumption. Sure. But the, I remember even well, during the, the price will allow them to as well. Yeah, because I think it's going to be close to a dollar an ounce. And yeah. I look forward to getting my tenderloin again for the basketball games. Yeah, I had those, and they, they didn't, didn't do, much, do much for you. Didn't do much for me. Yeah, you know, they're really. They're okay. They're like a breaded hamburger. It's not Millie's. It's not Millie's Tenderloin no, anymore. It's not Midtown. It's See, Millie's, if you weren't hungry, you could Frisbee it across the, <laughs> the arena. It would work great as a Frisbee. It's shaped like a Frisbee. <laughs> and then, like I said, they put the little tiny bun on top of it, and you eat yourself to the bun. Yeah. That's I how you know. do it. I mean, you well, prob- Jonesy's is like that. You probably take 40 bites of that Tenderloin before you even get to the bun. Yeah. Jonesy's are thicker. These yeah. Millie's things are paper thin. Are they? But, man, they're good. So are Jonesy's. They're, they're both. Are, no, Jonesy's both are excellent. Man, that's another thing I can't have today, tenderloin. Thanks, God. I, however, can. I'm yeah. not necessarily going to, but I could. Am I the only Catholic? Oh, Lang's Catholic. You think he's eating meat today? You think he's sinning? Yes. You think he's, <laughs> no, I, uh, he's knee-deep? No, in, I think he's probably <laughs> he's compliant. He's knee-deep in pot roast right now. Lang? Is he here? I don't think he's. I don't think he's here yet. He'll get here when wow. he gets here. What this hell? is unusual. Yeah. Where's Lang? I was raised Catholic. He's Catholic. He doesn't care what I eat. Well, I think that matters too. Yes, because there's a lot of people who will abide by all this religious stuff and then they treat people so like that. So where's Lang? I don't know. Are you worried? He's Well, he's generally here by now. He's usually here by around 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Should we send out a search? Maybe he's stuck on the road out there. You see <laughs> he's like, I bet this is him. Hello? Well, that just adds more. Maybe, maybe someone's holding him hostage. Maybe well, they I are. ain't gonna pay. I, well, I think that's what I think that's what he told them, and they hung up. They're like, "You think you're gonna get money from that guy?" <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for it. So they hung well, up. Give a hundy. Now they're calling Gene. Not giving a hundy. You wouldn't pay a hundred dollars to get Tommy out of. I'm not ransom. A, no, then okay, and then uh, you know Hunter gets kidnapped and Suter get and, and it, I was where does it like, end? And then yeah. you know you're right though because Hunter they could go 125, yeah. Suter they want 150. Yeah, and it's, by then it's up you, to like 500. 
And uh, no, I'm not doing it. And you still have them all back with you. I'm like the United States. I do not pay for hostages. Not going down that rabbit hole, huh? Okay. (laughs) Hello. Lang is currently on Sycamore at the roundabout. All right. Lang is late. He's on his way. Lang is just uh, lollygagging. Well, once I heard Pat was coming in, I knew there was no rush. Hey, (laughs) what what about uh, are you eating meat today or not? Uh, I have no current plans, but I might. I'm not real strict okay well if tommy I mean, does i mean back to a deal between the catholic church and the fishermen i know this is all a political deal you know and i made chicken last night and i have two great pieces of cold chicken in my refrigerator yeah. right now well you can't I, have, I can't eat them you can't eat chicken no it's meat i can no, only eat fish well, it's You're white meat, meat but it doesn't matter reason. catholics are they're not prejudiced they're dark meat white meat you can't <laughs> eat any of it yeah well they're prejudiced against all of it during lunch so why is it okay to eat fish Huh? Oh, you did get a dispensation? Oh, yeah, big time. Read it in the Bible, Suter. I can't remember. I got a C in religion at Dowling. I did. Okay, maybe not. One of my hardest classes at Dowling is religion. See you soon, Tommy Lang. Alrighty. I I remember this one religious class I took. It was so hard. It was a lot of religion history and whatever, and it was just every day, just tons of homework. And I remember telling my mom, you know, if I went to a public school, I wouldn't be struggling in this class. And she... She didn't really care. She's like, well, we're paying for you to go to a Catholic school, so try to do a little better in that class. But religion's hard. I mean, I took a lot one of his- religion course in college and got a B. I mean, it's just, there's just a, this was a lot of historical. I mean, there's a lot of dates to remember in mm-hmm. religion, just like there is in mm-hmm. history and what have you. But no, um, white meat, you can't, I mean, pork, fish is the only. Fish is the only thing now. Seafood, basically. I mean, I so guess. So why I, is that? Okay? I don't know. I used to know exactly. I don't know. Exa- it, it's, I'm sure someone knows. Someone call in. I have not up, updated myself in religion. Maybe for a Lang long knows. Um, but there's. It's Jesus. Someone explain it because I don't Hello. know. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi guys. Um, I was calling. I wanted to follow up on the conversation you were having on Wednesday about the Title Nine lawsuit. Uh huh. Yes. Um. So you were talking about giving BARDA the benefit of the doubt. I just wanted to kind of clarify that the judge did ask them to produce rosters and numbers, and the university refused to do that. Um, Most of the schools that have been sued with this lawsuit, it has come out that they were in violation. Hmm. And there is a lot of speculation that Iowa has been in violation, particularly with the numbers on the rowing team track and field cross-country athletes being listed twice, Uh um, even though it's one athlete. They've had women athletes um, that are listed but not actually participating. So it does seem that the university was in violation. Okay. And, um, huh. Okay. No. Well, no. I, I, I'm glad you shed some light on that. What I was saying is, I would be shocked if there were, because what you just said, all that stuff, so easy to prove. Yeah. And if they aren't yeah, in compliance, exactly. they're going to get in trouble. It's so easy to prove if they're not in compliance. That's what I couldn't figure. Exactly. And, and if, if they everything yeah. you just said is true, then then they got serious problems. Then Barta should probably be be yeah. axed. Well, I that. And, go ahead. I mean, that really, he should have known that this was going to be looked into when he cut the women's sport. And I think what really led to women swimming and diving being cut is a lot of people don't realize that they are one team with the men. They share coaches, they practice together, they share resources. So by cutting the men alone, it really would not have done much financially. 
because they would have had to keep all the coaches on staff and uh, all the resources in place. And so I think probably that's what led to them cutting women to begin with and thinking they could get away with it. Hmm. Um, And actually what kind of is sad about the situation is now that the women's program is reinstated, it would be cost very little money to reinstate the men's program, but now they can't do that because of the Title IX issues that were brought to light. Now, Gary did say on our Zoom conference that to finance one year of men's and women's swimming, it's $3 million. That's what he told us on the Zoom thing, because he did acknowledge that there has been offered $2.5 to $3 million. There's been donations raised for that, but he said the problem, and I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm just telling you what his answer was. He said, guys, that only pays for one year of operating both programs. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess what I'm trying to say, though, is now that they are going to finance the women's program, all of those coaches are in place, and a lot of the re- that would have been taken out if they didn't have the women. So now to add the men, really you were just talking about scholarships, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which for men is 9.9. So really it's not saving that much anymore. But because of Title IX issues now, I don't see any way that any of the men's programs can be brought back. Oh, they won't be. There's no I mean, people are talking about bringing, why can't we have men's and women's hockey? Well, first of all, they're both incredibly expensive sports to have yeah. right now, and they're not going to add any men's sports. They can't. I mean, that's fair or not. They can't because of Title IX and the Well, they already have a hockey club team, But that's they? different, though. Yeah. We're talking about scholarships. Yeah. And, right. and that and it's, Hockey's expensive. And I do think that they are looking. You saw Gary say that they're investigating women's wrestling. That's a sport they would like yeah. to add. It's just weird that he's talking about adding a sport right after cutting four. And then I, I wrote a column the other day, ma'am, saying I don't think this. they wouldn't be bringing this sport back without the lawsuit. That's the only reason they're doing this. Oh, absolutely they're not. Afraid of losing an, this, they're afraid of losing another lawsuit. I think the reason why he led with women's wrestling is because even with bringing back women's swimming and diving, they are still not in compliance. Yeah, and I so, think he's throwing that out there as a – hey, look, he's throwing exactly. the – Yeah, so – We'll see, yeah. but no, if he if they aren't in compliance and there's a lawyer now looking into it, they're going to get caught. You yep. can't hide that stuff. Yep. Exactly. There's no way you can hide it. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that and bring that up because I felt like he really doesn't deserve much benefit of the doubt. Okay. It's okay. been handled poorly from the start, and it's really just a sad situation. Well, so. well if everything that you say is true, then, be in trouble. then I agree with you. Yeah, he'll be in trouble, and we appreciate yeah, your... Mean, Go ahead. I'm no lawyer or anything, but I've read a lot of legal uh, articles and stuff about this situation. And this same lawsuit has been brought up in a lot of different universities, and basically uh, the same thing has been a result that they've found that the schools are in violation. What a lot of people don't realize is that the number of opportunities has to represent the uh, total undergraduate population, which at, uh, at Iowa, I think it's 52% women. Okay. Um, so there has to be 52% um, athletic opportunities more for women versus men. Okay. No, that would yeah, so, that makes yeah. sense. And mm-hmm. and football's the big equalizer. That's the one that makes it hard. Yep. So okay, well no, we appreciate your feedback and insight on this. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. And I was reading about the. I mean, fish. Okay. Red meat, meat was is, was more of a luxury. It was more of a sacrifice to. Yes. Um, Meat's not permitted because it's considered animal flesh and luxury. And uh, yeah, and fish um, are cold-blooded. And like 
And so you can eat uh, fish, you can eat uh, lizards, snakes. <laughs> oh, boy. How about this? Sir? <laughs> Jesus recommended fasting, but not as a mere formality and certainly not as a burden to be imposed on the poor who have to eat when they can, even if in violation of religious tradition. Instead, Jesus recommended fasting when one fails to sense that God is near. What, what then is the significance of abstaining from meat, and why eat fish? The tradition suggests a number of reasons. Some say that foregoing meat was foregoing a luxury, as meat was relatively rare for most people. Whereas it must have been everybody was eating fish back then. Yeah. So, and I don't like fish as much as Makes I sense. like meat. Nope. Okay, but if you go back, yeah, but keep in mind, Jesus was Jewish. And if you read the Bible, we are not supposed to eat fish. Uh, well, I mean, we're not supposed not supposed to eat shellfish. They want us to eat vegetables shrimp the or lobster or anything like that. We're not supposed to eat. I don't know why Jesus would say one thing Jesus. To, and then the other. Jesus wants you to eat your vegetables. It's right there. Yeah. You got to eat your vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and, and vegetables. Yeah, I'm, you know, and I don't go along with that. I eat shrimp. I eat Legumes. anything with a shell on it. Yeah. I don't mind some shrimp. No, I'm, I'm not like Suter. I don't like a lot of seafood, though. No, I, zero. I, uh, but I can eat, you know, like I said, salmon. And my biggest problem with salmon is just so damn expensive. To get you know, high V to get enough, you're spending 15 bucks for salmon. Yeah. It's expensive. I, I generally buy those little five-ounce fillets. But do they fill you up? Does one well, of I, I don't eat them. I cook them for the for, girls. Oh, does one of them fill them up? Oh, no, they have other We things. had salmon the other day, and it was a good... I don't know what we paid for it. Well, hy vs are all five ounces, the ones they sell. Yeah, they're, they're, and they're five ninety nine for five ounces. So it's yeah. a little more than a buck an ounce. Yeah, yeah. it was damn good. No, I, I, like I said, I can eat salmon. I can eat some... I don't know, the Long John Silver's, that stuff batter, that's like haddock or cod, right? Uh, yeah. And you put enough batter on it, then, you know, I mean, it's... I could eat that. But no, in response to that previous caller, if, if, if that's out there... And there's this lawyer looking, which there now appears to be. They're going to get caught. There's yeah, no yes. way they're going to be able to hide this. Yeah, that's right. There's just no way they're going to. And I do worry about, if this is true, how Gary's going to survive this one. Because if you're so quick to, I mean. Well, I, think I of, don't think he should. Well, and if, yeah, if, it, if this stuff proves to, be, proves to be true. I mean, that will not be good if you're not in compliance with gender equity. No. And well, Title and Especially nine. after the. The cluster that was Greaseball and Jane Meyer and Jane Meyer. Yeah, that's you know, that was only less than three years ago, less than four years ago. It was seventeen. So yeah, God, let's hope that's not the case. But uh, the person who called seemed pretty confident that the right information. Pretty will, darn confident. Yeah. So you, if that does come out, just like you said, you'd be re- yeah, ready to say, I, Gary, I, you got to go. I, I think so. You think he would be gone? Uh, yeah, I do. Because wouldn't it? Ult- well, it would be. Um, it's interesting now. They're you know they're, they're trying they're, they're they're looking for a new president. I mean, as you said, it's just so easy to check on. I mean, it's it's right there. And why would you think you're going to get by with it? Yeah. And why would you try to get by with it? Yeah. No. That's yeah. Both questions are just. I'm not sure what the answer would be uh-uh. on that. So, but. Like I said, there's going to be no way with discovery if the, and it sounds like even with them reinstating women swimming and diving, that this lawyer is still pursuing this Title IX gender equity mm-hmm. issue. So I think mm-hmm. Gary, I think they obviously did that in hopes that they, okay, all right, can you back off now? Can you leave us alone? We th- gave you your sport back, but I'm not sure they're willing to well, go not. so quietly. Well, we'll 
Time will tell. Yep, time will tell. And I imagine... You're leaving now! <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. That's what you give me? Yeah, In my state of mind right now, you're throwing Asia at me? You couldn't give me the Fletcher Memorial home? God, Suter even enjoyed it. Oh, jeez. He enjoyed it. Suter's a big Roger Waters fan now. I came in here and he was humming the wall. I'm climbing the wall. Climbing the wall? Yeah. Hey, thanks to um, Chad Haluska for his great insight today. And again, I appreciate all the kind words and support from everybody out there. And just moving forward, I guess, weather permitting. Now, we're not going to be probably getting here tomorrow morning, are we? Weather-wise? I wouldn't no. think so. There's, no. So what do we have coming this afternoon? You said one to three? Yeah, maybe. And then what about tomorrow? I thought that was oh, Sunday. The, the week, Sunday. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, after a slight chance of afternoon snow. Okay, then nothing tomorrow, slight, though. Uh, no. Because we have a high school tomorrow. game at West High, I believe, tomorrow. Ray and I are back. Ray just covid me. What time is the game tip-off? Seven o'clock. I'm going to wear two masks. I'm going to wear two masks and a hazmat suit. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a sword to keep people away from me. All right. Uh, <laughs> Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.